like a southern accent doesn't mean I'm putting on a character. It just means I'm doing an accent. Oh, it's not a great one. It Maybe sh- you need to work on. It shall is. Mm. It shall is. I don't know. It shall is. Something to work on. What do you mean something to work on? <laughs> I don't on? know. I feel Excuse like you have me? some growth to do in your acting and your accent work. And I'm just here to give you some honest feedback as a friend. Uh, and you're welcome. Excuse me. I got an A in my dialects class at my uh, BFA at New York University. When was that? School of the Arts. What year was that? I haven't graduated yet. <laughs> I'm getting my degree it's now. It's weird that you I'm live. I'm in college now. It's weird that you live in LA and you're still in college. I commute. I fly back and forth. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, because you know I'm like doing my acting like in LA, and I'm like being famous like in LA, mm. while I'm also like getting my what, what, degree, what have I seen you degree. from? What, what are you famous from? Um, I have been in the hit show My Crazy Ex. Yes, I remember that. Not My Crazy Ex Girlfriend. No, no different no, show. Different show. Don't, yeah, crazy. don't mix them up. Mm-hmm. How could someone though? Honestly, different worlds. Dif- absolutely. <laughs> Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Two Gay Mats. It's Matt Steele. And it's Matt Palmer. And it, oh, it's not an episode of Two Gay Mats. It's the I mean, Two Gay Mats podcast. It's I'm still, so sorry. Yeah, that's okay. I was no imagining we were in our living room, you know, in front of the camera. Right. But no, we're in your bedroom in, in front, front of the of microphones. The microphones. It's a different world. It is a different world. It's a lot more relaxing. Yeah. I don't have to worry about how I look. That's true. But shouldn't yeah. you just be happy about how you look on the inside, even when the cameras are up? Well, I look iconic on the inside every day. Okay. Yeah. But outwardly, I don't look very iconic. I'm just, you know, kind of schlubbing it right now. All right, that happens. I'm at Steel. Yeah. How was your week? My week was, well, (laughs) you know, some very bad things happen. I guess we'll talk about. We will definitely Um, talk about it. But you know, there were. It was. I tried to be productive this week. You know, did some things. I um, I've been watching. You know, because this season of Big Brother is so horrendously terrible. (laughs) I have started rewatching Big Brother Four, which has my favorite winner, June. Okay. Wasn't my favorite winner of the show in the show's history, and just like watching the two, it's it's like night and day. Wow. Like just the, the these people are just so not afraid to make big moves, and just hey. the things that they show on the show, it's just hilarious. Like the things that they would show on t- people doing in two thousand three, right. They would never show that. Really? Now. They have segments of like all the girls getting together and like body shaming each other. Oh my God. <laughs> there is one segment. There, June, like she she was talking about how she gained like in week one, she like weighed this much and like day 25, she weighed this much like because mm. she like ate a bunch, I guess. Right. And it, the show like edited together like a side by side of like day oh three God. versus day 25. And then it had everyone in the cast like being like, <laughs> June just eats nonstop. She's a little fatty, blah, 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 blah. Harsh. It, the things that they say about each other, like like this character, Erica, like mm. one of the guys, uh, G, who was uh, Korean, like he nominated Erica and Erica was just like, Korean piece of shit. Wow. <laughs> and, like fresh off the boat, motherfucker. And Jeez. it's like, whoa. They put that actually on the episode? They put that on wow, the episode. Would, I'm glad they wouldn't do that. That's probably a good thing that's been retired. Yes, that, that's a good thing that's been retired. But I, the okay. thing that is really funny is they're so mean in the diary rooms. Yeah. So, like, I miss that. <laughs> of course. I mean, that's the whole point. That's why Housewives is great. And also, they still do some side-by-sides in Housewives that I really love. Like, someone called this girl Candace on Potomac hamster face, and they did a side-by-side of Candace's face and a hamster. <laughs> which I really did like a lot. <laughs> I, yeah, see like, see, like, the early seasons of Big Brother, like, had all that. I love and it's, like, it. Because they, they used the diary room sessions as more of, like, a, like, venting station and they're so mean about each other it's 
so I mean, that's funny. what television is. And June is just the meanest. <laughs> and it's well, like, I'm yes. she won. Oh, yeah. Even she was a she great was winner. Mean. She's a great winner. She's that. hilarious. Like, like, not like mean. She's not a mean-spirited person. She just says, like, what we would say that's to each what, other. That's the thing. That's what a diary room or a confessional is for. Exactly, um, So yes. she was just doing her job, which and, I appreciate. And I feel like people understood that more back then. But right. now everyone just tries to be all perfect. Mm, and they just end up being boring and giving us a boring season. Well, what my week you, was good. Yeah, what have you been doing? Um, What have I been doing? I, you know, we, we got back from Ojai and like that was nice and so it's been like pretty normal week back at work very busy uh, but this weekend was pretty low key and nice but also oh my god mm-hmm. oh my god oh my god you know how excited I was and like was really hopeful for there being like a Mario 64 release I don't remember this but okay, okay well there were there, I was hoping that they were going to put out a like little mini Nintendo 64 so I could play all my old Mario games from Nintendo 64 because uh-huh. they put out an SNES classic and that was so much fun yes they didn't end up putting a Mario uh, 64 uh, Nintendo 64 classic out, which was upsetting, but I'm sorry, they did put out like a Mario 3D collection that you can play on Switch. Uh-huh. And I just started playing the old Mario 64 from 1996, which, by the way, I can't believe it was 1996 when this came out. But it's just like, oh my god! I remember running into Peach's castle, flipping into the paintings, playing in the 3D world, and I remember thinking, oh my god, this is the most high tech that video games will ever look. <laughs> it is literally perfection. No video game will ever, and it looks. Horrible, but I love it because it's like, oh, this was my childhood. I mean, that's sweet. All I heard was, you know, they were supposed to release Mario 64 and then they didn't release Mario 64, but instead they released Mario 64. Well, no, they didn't release <laughs> It all Nintendo, sounds the same. They didn't release the entire Nintendo 64 classic with like a collection of all of the 64 games. Oh, it was just that one. Of. It was just the Mario 64 and then a later okay. Mario Sunshine, which was on GameCube, and then Mario Sunshine. Galaxy, which Galaxy. was on Wii. The sun is not in the galaxy. Anything. They're separate okay, games. Okay, separate games, <laughs> but guys. I'm excited to revisit them all, and they come in a nice package that's only the cost of one game, so it's like you're getting a three-for-one deal. That's nice. All these classic games that were so well-received and well-rated, so I'm excited to dive back into that, and so that was exciting. And then today, I had a beach day and saw some friends I hadn't seen in a while, and that was very fun, except I feel like this is just a yearly occurrence for me. I went into the water, which I don't normally do. Oh, that's where you went wrong. That's where I went wrong, yeah. and I went into the water, and the and honestly... The beach was so wavy. Like, I get that there are usually waves the, on the, the beach. ocean was so wavy, guys. <laughs> How really dare. Was. How like, dare. Today, it was, like, wavier than usual. And I was out there in the uh, beach. And I thought it was going to be like, kind of serene and, like, a nice little, like, oh, we'll be in the shallow moments. But I, everyone mm. was a daredevil and, like, getting to far in. And so I was trying to, you know, keep up. Let me guess. They were all white. No, well, white people love natural bodies of water. Uh, I mean, I don't know everyone's backgrounds, but <laughs> I, I, the point is, did they look like they were burning? Um, two yes, one no. Okay, all right. <laughs> so, unfortunately, my glasses, my sunglasses. Oh, you went in the beach. I know. You went in the water with. Your I didn't sunglasses? think it was gonna be that like crazy. I thought it was just gonna be a normal wave day, and it was like a crazy up wave, like surfer time kind of thing, and I hated it. So okay. I have to just make peace with it. I do like, recall last go. year you also lost your sunglasses. That's what I'm saying. When you it's, were just, it's just a yearly occurrence. So whenever I guess I get on, on a body of water, I just thought we'd be in the shallow end. It'd be fine, but. So I got to get new glasses. <laughs> okay. Well, insert my thoughts on the beach here. I, I hate know. the beach. I think the beach is trash. I, you're it was literally nice. We were under a nice trash. umbrella and it was breezy. I did love the breeze part. And the waves were fun. I just had. I didn't you can get a breeze in your front yard, girl. What yard, girl? <laughs> we live in the same place. It's yardless. <laughs> you can go outside and feel a breeze. I don't, I don't want know. that. I can splash you with some water. It'll Please be, don't. It'll be cleaner than, <laughs> the, than the ocean. It was a nice thing is what I'm saying. Okay. I mean, even if it's not for you, some people like the beach. I 
hope they're not weren't like super expensive. Sunglasses. I mean, they were, but again, it's one a year, and we just we have made peace with that. What are we gonna do? Get upset? Like dive in the water and get it? Like no, you gotta make peace. Yeah. So I, I've made peace. You, I've, I've I, I went to the beach with uh, me and my like uh, like three friends who like we like once a week we have like a nice like social distance like yeah. meet up together yeah. and we'll choose like different locations and everything and we have chosen the beach and me and Mavridges do not like the beach. <laughs> so uh, how did this get chosen? Well, Fernando and Greg decided they like the beach. Okay. So, uh, and they were just like, we're all going to go in the water. We're all going to go to the water. And I looked out in the water and I was just like, I've decided I will never step into the ocean ever again in my entire <laughs> life. Did you I get just, in? No. Wow. I mean, like I'll like let it come up to my ankles, but like right. that is literally all right. Like I'm just like, no, it's no. It's not for you. You're not a water boy. No, I'm, I've never been a body of water human being. Well, you know, it's safe. It's safe to stay dry. I know. It's very safe. Um, so I guess should we jump into some news for idiots? Sure. All right, let's see. So the Emmys just happened. I know. And I didn't watch a second. <laughs> but <laughs> I was I, at work, but I followed along on Twitter and I watched people's acceptance speeches. Yes, people were very excited about it. And all that I saw officially was that um, Schitt's Creek swept. Yeah. Like all four actors won in all their respective categories. And that's the first time that's ever happened. Yes, for drama or a comedy. Yeah, for, for one show to win all the acting awards in one year. That's And then it won. I think it won three more awards. Yeah, it won director, like, writer, and series. Shit. And it's like, I'm very excited. I'm catching up to Shit's Creek, and I know it was their final season, and so I'm very excited for them. But you couldn't give Issa Rae and Insecure like a couple of those. Like, I mean, ah. I guess they figure like it, it was the last year for Shit's Creek. No, so. but Insecure had such a landmark season. And Dan Levy did on stage said something about how uh, he I like know, shouted he said, her yeah. out and was like, Insecure has made such great television this uh, year. And um, that's really great. What do you say? I want to recognize Issa Rae and the writers at Insecure for writing some of the funniest, most heartfelt television of the year. And we appreciate that. We love Dan Levy. This is never, not shade to Dan Levy, but give them awards. <laughs> That's what I want. Um, so let's see who else won that we care about. I, do we care about dramas at all? Oh, uh, uh, you know, succession. I haven't seen, but I, I hear it's incredible. That seems good. Yeah. Um, Billy Crudup from morning show one. I mean, Zendaya was a, a, yes. like a surprising win. Yes. She, she won. And she was the youngest person to win in that category. Yeah. I feel. She's the youngest person to ever win in lead actress drama wow. series. Only the second black uh, woman to win in this category. Really? <laughs> oh uh, yeah. Viola Davis was the first. Oh, God, yeah. what's going on? Um, well, I need to watch that show still. It's sitting on HBO Max. I need to just watch it. Yeah. I'm just worried it's dark. And I feel like, isn't there enough dark it's going dark, on in the world? It's dark, but like, it then is kind of funny sometimes. Okay, right. <laughs> like, like you know, I, I say this all the time about Euphoria. Like, I really, really hate, like, oh, we're teenagers and we have sex and do drugs right. all the time. Because I think it's just like, no, you don't. Shut up. <laughs> but, like, I did enjoy Euphoria. Once The first episode, I was kind of just like, I don't know. And yeah. then as it kept going, I was like, oh, no, this is very all well right. done. I got to get in there. Oh, and yeah. Uzo Aduba won for Mrs. America, which I feel like, did you call that? I remember you mentioning you wanted people to win for Mrs. America. Were you happy with her performance? Yeah, Uzo yes. Aduba's great. I mean, they were all incredible in Mrs. America. Like, right. they were all really, really fantastic in that show, and they were all deserving. I all think a lot right. of people were predicting a Gene Smart win for that. Mm. Um, but I mean, Gene Smart's won before. Right. I mean, uh, Regina King is just like, oh my God. And then she has a movie coming out that she directed this year that people are like, oh, she's going to get nominated for Best Director. Really? Yes. Oh, I forget Man, what it's called. Regina <laughs> but, King. I, she's really killing she's it. it. Good yeah. for her. I know. I she, love her. she cut me out of This Is Us, but that's okay. I love her. I, <laughs> but she loved you on set? I, she loved me on set. Yes. I'm, and I'm sure she didn't cut me I'm out. Sure it was, yeah, I'm sure it was not Regina's <laughs> call there. It was not her call. Uh, but she was very nice to me on set. Yes. Okay. So now that we've gotten the good, fun news out of the way. Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> 
I was walking to Target. Is that where you were when you Friday, saw that? And I literally stopped in the middle of the sidewalk. I, and when I tell you, I screamed. <laughs> I screamed I on the sidewalk. I gasped and screamed, hoping you were here and you weren't because you were going to Target. But I was just... When Ruth Bader Ginsburg it was announced that she had passed away, we all collectively as a nation gasped. I've and never seen so many fucks on my timeline. I mean, like, just all Twitter just was fucked. just. Like, was what just else fucked. can you say? What fucked. else is there to say about this? Yes. And like ugh, that, I mean, truly that torpedoed my evening. We had a Zoom hang afterwards, and then I was like, everyone was like talking about other things, and I just hopped on. I was like, oh, so are we not talking about it? <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> because like I, I have. There's nothing else I can think. It just weighed so heavily on me. I was so incredibly upset and so pissed at people who could not bring themselves to vote for Hillary fucking Clinton last election and it's like of course you look back you see all of these like Lindsey Graham speeches of him being like next time if there's a Republican Mm -hmm. and it's an election year you can use my words against me blah 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 and of course he announced that he wants to you know of course come to come before the Senate a Senate vote but now we have two Republicans who have outwardly said that they think that we should wait Mm -hmm. how many do we need four six I don't know I'm I'm just (sighs) saying my prayers I'm praying that these days go by fast and they don't push someone through I feel like Trump mentioned recently that Ted Cruz was a potential Mm -hmm. nominee and it's like Ted motherfucking yes. Cruz. Yes. Disgusting. I And the, something that is very upset about this is just like, we should all just be mourning the loss of such a fucking I incredible know. human being. I know. Like, that is what we should all be doing and being like, wow, what a life, what a legacy. Like, just what an incredible, incredible woman. But like, on top of it, there is just this dread. Yes. That, and everyone's just like, wow, the one major thing that we didn't want to happen while Trump was president has happened at the final fucking I hour. Know. And it's just so, it's just so devastating because had Hillary Clinton won the election as she should have, as she deserved, as most of the people in the country voted for her to win, had she done this, Ruth Bader Ginsburg could have retired. And that's honestly the saddest part to me is that we were all banking on this 87 year old woman to remain alive throughout her multiple cancer diagnoses just long enough. Yes. And it's like, shouldn't she have been able to retire? Should her final thoughts not have been about her fucking job? She should have been like at the, I know I said I hate the beach, but if she wanted to go to the beach, she should have been like at the beach, wherever, hanging out with her grandkids. But she didn't get to do any of that. And not feeling the pressure of like, oh, the country will literally crumble without you. I will say things that made me feel better. And like this was possibly going to be my giving you moments. But the next day I uh, donated to the Get Mitch or Die Trying. Yes, that act I. blue. And it's like it did make me feel a little better because it seems like there's a strategic plan on mm-hmm. what everyone's trying to do to flip the Senate seats necessary so that, you know, Mitch McConnell is not the head of that fucking wing and that possibly whatever replacement happens has to go through the Senate that would be a Democratic majority and I just I just I mean I don't know and it's one of those things that now I'm like I'm so tensed up and like I the donations and like promoting that I've donated and doing that definitely makes me feel a little better calls my fears a bit but it's like I mean I don't want to think you know knock on wood I don't want to think negatively I don't I truly and honestly don't know what I will do if Trump wins I have like no I don't know the next step for me mentally yeah. yeah like emotionally like I just don't know I don't I don't yeah. know I, and mm-mm. I guess we will get there when we get there and I hope Biden's momentum keeps up and I feel like as horrible as this death is I feel like it is energizing to people oh my on the god left. They, like they raised so much money I know. In, in no the past, time like two days and so I'm hoping that that 
you know, coincides with voter turnout and people really yes. convincing, you know, going out and spreading the word and doing phone banks and getting people to make sure that they vote in the right way for the right people. And not because you agree with every single thing they have ever said in their entire lives, but because the other option is the worst option. And like, I don't care if that sounds bad to you. I don't care if you're like, well, that's not enough. We're going to do more to con- convince me. It's blah, like, blah, blah. This are you not about looking you. at this? Are you not looking at the Supreme Court right now? Yes. This, this is about you. You will get the things you want. Like The, the only way. No one will ever get every single thing that they want ever. The no only one. way you get closer to what you want is by voting for Joe Biden. Yes. No, no candidate is perfect. He is, of course, not perfect. Kamala Harris is perfect. No one's perfect. Vote for them. Vote for them. Vote for them. They are great. They, they will, will get the- you closer than you would ever been before. And no matter like at, no matter what you think, at bare minimum, they know what they're I doing. Know, like that is the bare minimum of they, anything. Like they're not diabolical. They're good human beings. <laughs> it's just the bar trying so to do low. good shit. So please, and please. tell all if your family. And I feel like if you're listening to this, you're probably with us. Yes. But tell your family members. Tell everyone you know. Like this is just. I don't feel like I ask for a lot on the podcast. <laughs> this is I want you all to vote and vote for Joe Biden. Don't vote. If you vote for a Green Party person, I'll slap you in the face if I will see you. Oh, oh <laughs> yes. Just, yes. Just not the time. Yes. Not the time. I, 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 well, I mean, I don't really think it's ever the time. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely wasn't the time in 2016. It, it is not, not the time now. It is never the time because it, it all mm. just goes Awry, as we I saw mean, in the, the two, year 2000 election. Well, now we said like, it. Uh, so... I'm just like, yeah, whatever I have to do, like I will offer sexual favors. Like I, like I, I will do, I will do what needs to be done. I mean, we have to, we have to, that's truly the only option. Yeah. So so everyone take a breath. Yes. I did love seeing like the Virginia early voting started and like the lines to vote in Virginia. Did you see the video of the Trump people blocking the entrance? Mm Mm-hmm. It's like, which is literally illegal. And no one's, no one's doing anything about it. It's like, that's actively illegal what they're doing. Yeah. Well, we have two Susan Collins and uh, Lisa Murkowski have both announced that they want to wait uh, on voting until after the election. So, you know, we're thankful for these ladies. Of course, they're both women, (laughs) but (laughs) because men are again garbage, which is what I'll just title the episode is that men are once again garbage because it's true. Once again. Once again. Um, We'll we'll have a little lighter fare. Of course. Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. At least the new video. I don't know. I think the Chromatica 2 transition into 911 is very serious. That business. is true. This isn't is lighter fair. It's not lighter fair. And there's a car accident in the video. I it's know. very serious. It is very serious. How'd so, you like the video? I liked it. I feel like I, I definitely watched it multiple times and I feel like I definitely had an improvement over Stupid Love. Uh, mm-hmm. Rain on me, I did like a lot. Yeah, that's but, a great um, video. That's a great video. Uh, but I felt like this was very much like at the beginning, you're kind of like, oh gosh, here goes Gaga. Like, is this about, you know, voter suppression? Like, what is this really about? Uh-huh. Which, you know, she <laughs> loves having a backup thing for what 911 is or whatever her song is at at the time um but then i will say like you said i loved the transition at the end where it like snaps her back into reality she's been to this car crash and everything Mm -hmm. kind of makes sense where like the surrealism meets the realism of it all and it's like oh oh yeah and that's why you have to watch it again because like i want to catch all the things because even when i was watching again i was noticing so many things like every single tiny little detail that in the beginning of the video you're just like what's happening (laughs) like okay and you the thing is you just say oh weird things are happening because it's it's lady gaga and everything and then you get to the end and you're just like oh no like every single moment has been thought out and everything um 
I think the guy who's like the priest slash cop is really hot. I mean, hello. That just means (laughs) your eyes work. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think it's a really fun video. Oh, yeah. It's very fun uh, and made me like the song a bit more. It's still not my favorite, but I do like it a bit more. Uh, Well done. And I hope everyone likes it out there. People were mad. Someone was mad at us in the comments for not reviewing it. But it also came out at like 9 a.m. on Friday. Yeah. And And also it's the third single. Like we never like review a third single for like an album. So come on. But. I liked it. Great job, Gogs. Um, we'll see what you do next. Yes. And more horrifying news for me. Oh, God, this was rough. Truly one of the few things that this year has been exciting, like a good new entry, a new people that we've been introduced to, was the cast of Cheer. If you watch Cheer on Netflix, it is a joyous viewing. You're really rooting for these kids, and they were you know, preparing for a big cheer competition that's Uh, you know they have in Florida every year and then they go and they do it and it's a whole thing it's just like very heartwarming heartfelt you're rooting for all these kids especially this kid Jerry who has like become a big you know Instagram sensation he has all these cameos where he does Matt talk and like basically he's been used in a bunch of sketches and late night where he's giving you positive affirmations he's like you can't do this who can't do it I mean like she he just is like really supportive he's basically like a walking smiley face up until this point and he's like the big star to yes. come out of He's the breakout the star of the show for sure. And of course, this week he was uh investigated by the FBI and uh I guess officially charged and arrested for producing child porn. So I guess he had solicited and received explicit messages from at least 10 to 15 individuals he knew were minors, had sex with a 15-year-old at a competition in 2019, and offered a 17-year-old money in exchange for nude photos. Um I mean, uh, I'm sorry, Matt Palmer. <laughs> I just like truly, we can't have anything. Like everyone is bad. Like Ugh. also, like what the fuck, Jerry? Like I get it. Everyone likes what they like, but like you can't consent if you're underage. You know that no, you. And also, this is wrong. We're wrong. You wrong. No. If you watch the show and know his story, like he has gone through so much in his life, and I get it. This was before he was on the world stage, where I think a lot of this happened. But it's like you are so lucky to be where you are right now. Like how, like you cannot fuck it up. Like you cannot fuck it up. He doesn't have a backup. He doesn't have a real family behind him. He lives with like family friends that he met at one of these cheer events. Oh geez. Like it's just like so insanely fucked up. And then you like the twins that I guess initially like their parents called the police or alerted his employer about these um, text messages and video recordings that were sent back and forth. They have for some reason come out and become public, like the kids who. That's very surprising. Which was surprising to me as well. And the mom is public. Like I heard she's added on one of the like news articles about them. And it's like, what's happening right now? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's, I mean, of course, I think (sighs) people should not be afraid to step forward if they have um, dealt, if they have been the victims of Of something like this and everything. But it's the fact that they're minors. Yeah. They're still minors. They're still minors. It it makes me feel very uncomfortable. Um, This whole situation is just really unfortunate and sad. And, and, I, I assume that's the, like the way that Cheer season two is going to start is them all talking about this. And it's like, uh, you can't, I guess it's just like, it's like the Michael Jackson of it all. It's like your music is just supposed to be joyful. And now it's so sullied by what you've done in private. It's just like, how could you do this? How could you do this? So, I mean, I, 
I, I hope every child and victim of Jerry's is getting the support they need. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, if this did happen, which supposedly he's admitted to some of it, I'm mm-hmm. not sure, but that's what uh, some of the articles say. You know, I mean, then I hope justice is served. It's just sad. It just sucks. Yeah. And it's gross and it's awful. Yeah, this was a, it just a, sucks. a, a bummer. It's like, oh, yes. God. Yeah. Um, well, in news that's happier for some people. Cardi B is getting a divorce. It's great. <laughs> she is divorcing Offset, who I think historically has cheated on her uh, uh-huh. very publicly. And then he like made so many grand gestures trying to get her back. And then they got back together. And I think she has made a statement recently about it. Like sometimes people just grow apart and like we were arguing all the time and like it wasn't worth it, blah, 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 blah. So, you know, she's making changes while she has the number one song in the world and getting her Mm -hmm. life the way she wants it. And I love that for her. If he is not good enough for Cardi B, then he's not good enough for Cardi B. So... And I, you know, I, you know, I'm pro divorce. Like if you know, you know, I like if you need to get a, a divorce. Stance. If you need to get a divorce, get that divorce. I mean, yes, like, especially like options. if there are children involved. Yes. Like it's, I think, I'm, I'm just like yes, do what needs to be done so that both of you are on good terms right. and can raise the child together separately. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, I think if the options are. Um, stay together and have like this horrible like tense toxic relationship. household it's like because the kids can feel that even if you feel like oh we're not arguing in front of them it's like oh, oh yes. we, we know like the kids would know kids are not so, stupid no they're yes. just young they're not stupid so if the options are that or actually get a divorce where both people parties can be happy and be civil to one another oh, yeah plan yeah. b sounds a lot better to me of course and you your know? two year like their daughters too yeah says, and and the two-year-old's just like oh yeah mommy and daddy are divorced i get right. it i mean yeah like and when I, people are like oh we have to explain it to the children it's just like <laughs> No, like if your kid is a young kid, your kid will just be like, okay. It's like right. when you're like, hey, we're eating this for dinner. And they're like, and okay. The kid, they're like, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> like they get it. Right. Um, it also was announced this week that Madonna, I mean, and we kind of knew this already, but it's just been formally announced that Madonna is going to be co-writing and directing her own biopic. And it's co-written with Diablo Cody. I love <laughs> I think this is such a great idea. I'm excited. I'm very excited about this. Nervously excited. I'm thrilled. What (laughs) films has Madonna directed? We. Twelve percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Filth Mm -hmm. and Wisdom. I don't know what that is. I mean, a lot of the people say that the problem with We was the screenplay and that the direction was actually very nice. Okay, but I have not seen (laughs) We, so I cannot comment on that. Do you think it should, like, if you had to pick between it's going to be a moment in Madonna's life or it's going to be like, let's do the whole thing, different actresses, like, how would you do this movie? Uh, I think different actresses is kind of fun. Of course. You know, if there's, the thing with Madonna is like, it's like Judy Garland or like a, a like a Michael Jackson or it's just like how can you have a whole that whole life in right. a movie like Madonna is right. literally one of the biggest most influential stars that's ever existed totally. how can you have like I feel like you kind of need just like a moment in time with like maybe like little glimpses of mm. past or whatever um I'm just excited because here's the thing with Madonna is like, yes, she sometimes she does crazy things and you're just like, girl, (laughs) like, what was this? But if she surrounds herself with the right people, Mm -hmm. she can make magic like she really can. I I just have not seen her make cinematic magic. So that's what I'm nervous about. And I'm not nervous about like, you know, her musical output if she gets with the right people. Mm -hmm. But like, I feel like every film she's been a part of besides Evita, which she just was acting in. Right. She was just uh, acting in Evita. I, I feel like her. You film, haven't seen Evita. <laughs> I haven't, but I feel, I feel like it got good reviews. People liked it, but I feel like everything else that I've heard about Madonna's filmography is 
negative. I have faith that, well, that's Moma. I mean, there were only two movies that Madonna like was like a heavy part. In, in terms of like the making They're both of the under film. 30%. Okay, but <laughs> I think if the screenplay is really good, which I think it could be, Diablo Cody's a very good writer. Um, of course. If the screenplay is really good and she has the right people, then I think she can really do a good job. If anything, I feel like with her heavy involvement, it will at least feel very authentic. That's true. Like, ro- like I felt like Rocket Man, the movie, the Ellen John movie, You, the th- a thing that I liked about Rocket Man was you could really tell that. Elton John was the like executive producer right. of Rocketman. Like you could tell that his hand print was on every single moment. It just felt so authentically him and just yeah. the storytelling. So I feel like this could be like that. Like if even though it probably won't be perfect, mm. of course, nothing is, but like especially this might not be. <laughs> right. So I feel like if anything, it will at least feel authentic. Yes. And it will at least be something that I will enjoy watching. I agree. I, I I guess I would be less trepidatious if there was a different director attached and she was just co-writing and executive producing, but maybe she'll surprise me. Maybe she'll get nominated for Best Director and shut me up, and I hope that for all of us, but I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm excited. Okay. I'm excited. All right. I think this is cool. All right. Well, we shall see. Um... Do you care about this? <laughs> Celebrities reunite for a virtual table read of Fast Times at Ridgemont High. For Not charity. in the slightest. Great. Well, we're going to take I'm glad a- they raised money for charity. Yes. And Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt had a little moment. Yeah, it was cute. Cute. I, I, they both look great they still. They look great. I'm sure they all had fun. Yes. Yes. <laughs> all right. Well, let's take a quick break and we'll be back with more 2 Gay Mats podcast. Yes, we're back. We are back. Email my heart. This is the section of the podcast where we answer some questions that you guys might have. You can be a part of email my heart if you email us at twogaymats at gmail.com, two spelt T-W-O. So this question comes to us from our buddy Bruno. Hey, Bruno. Uh, Bruno says, not my single. In the subject line. Love it. Hi, Matt. So my question is, as the years go by, do you think it is harder for the artists to make new hits? When I ask this, I'm thinking about Lady Gaga. I love Lady Gaga, and I think Chromatica is a solid album, but it's not by far her best one. I mean, when you listen to her first three albums, there were so many fillers with single potential, and now most of her new singles sound like fillers. (laughs) Bruno is coming for the jugular. (laughs) Um, It's like she put out too many great songs at once, and nothing is as exciting as it once was. Look at Dua Lipa's future nostalgia. Five great singles so far with cool screaming hit and still going unnoticed. Fact. Um, My point is, imagine not choosing cool to be a single and a few years from now releasing a song like Stupid Love as the lead single. Man, Bruno. (laughs) I know. (laughs) If I was saying this, I'd be burned at the stake. (laughs) You literally would. So um, it's like, remember when we had too many choices? Anyway, I think I wanted to ask this because 911 probably will be the next single from Comatica and I still can't help but wonder what Venus could have been. Wow. That's it, guys. Love you. Have a great day. <laughs> That's I mean, a we, tough one. We all mourn for what Venus could of have Of course been we do. Every day. Yes. Um, I mean, people just get older. I mean, <laughs> yes. And people's art evolves and, you know, their collaborators change. So even if, 
you know, I, I feel like she would, you start out, you have so much hunger, you have so much fire, you're working with the right person. There's a magic in the bottle moment mm-hmm. at the start of the career. And you so very much want to be the coolest thing. Yes, yes. And I feel like as you get older, a lot of people can do different things with that popularity. You can either go one route of like, okay, I'm going to try to work with the hottest people all the time and try to get the biggest hits and like co-write the biggest hits and just be on the biggest hits. Or I'm going to do the music that inspires me, that fulfills me. I'm going to put it out in whatever fashion I feel is appropriate. And, um, you know, I, I feel like Gaga, I don't feel like Gaga's goal this era was to have the biggest hits in the world, if mm. that's not I don't know if that's a weird thing to say because she's a pop artist who wants success, of course. Yeah. But I don't think the goal of the album was like, I want this to be fucking bad romance. Yeah. The goal of the album was not, I need to make a name for myself. Right. Because she's Lady Gaga. She's already made the name for herself. So she's kind of just like, I'm going to do what I feel like doing, which yeah. I think is is great. I think that's something that all artists do. You know, they, they stop worrying about like, oh, I need to become famous because yeah. I already am famous. <laughs> I already have the money that I want. Like, you right. know, I, right now I want to, maybe try new things. I don't care if it's not as successful as right. my old stuff. Like I just want to keep, you know, I just want to do what I want to do, which is why like, I feel like it was so sad when Taylor jumped off the lover bandwagon so quickly <laughs> because we've talked, Matt Palmer and I have talked about, we're just like, why did she put out this whole new album right away when right. she still had such a good album and so many like singles in lover and was it because maybe she felt that Lover was a disappointment because it did not have a number one hit? Right. Which is crazy because, like, who cares if it didn't I have know, a number one hit? The I album know. is excellent. Justice for Cool Summer, or Cool <laughs> I, Summer, sorry. Justice for Cornelia Street. Like, so, so that's, I feel like it's kind of sad when a an artist sort of tries to chase being yes, the number one. Absolutely. You know? And I feel like some people, some artists are natural hit makers and like work with people and like just stay with it and like that's their whole thing is like I'm good at writing a big hit song and that's awesome. Um, but I feel like it's hard to have a sustained career, especially in pop music, because if you're a woman, you can only be up to a certain age and have radio play you without being like, hmm. Uh, and it's just like look look at most artists in the world don't have the kind of longevity mm-hmm. that a Lady Gaga has that a Taylor Swift has. So the fact that they're still around at all and we're still talking about it at all means they're doing something right. Yeah. Even if their latest projects aren't for me, they're still connecting in a way that is very impressive for how far they into their career that they are. Yeah. And sure, do I wish that I felt about Chromatica the way I feel about uh, the Fame Monster? Absolutely, I'm with Bruno, but. I recognize that that might be an unrealistic expectation. Even at the time, I was like, I remember having this thought in my head. It was like, I feel like it's more important to be Beyonce, to Beyonce that she be on the like top, like the forefront of everything, mm-hmm. than it is for Lady Gaga. Like, I feel like she's just gonna at some point just go her own way. And as soon as you saw that Born This Way cover where her head's on a motorcycle, you should have known. Like, oh, she's not. <laughs> <laughs> she's not trying to like be the biggest and like most obvious pop star around. She's mm-hmm. just going to do whatever she wants to do. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's what happens. You can't capture your past in a bottle and just live in that forever. Right. Like, you know, it's like when people want Mariah to work with Walter Afanasiev again and do all those big nineties ballads. And it's like, no, you yeah. got all. And also there's so many of them. 
Just go mm-hmm. listen to them again. They're right there. Yeah, and and the thing is, like, if she were to work with Walter Asnafiev, what his Shabbat? Okay, again, Asnafiev, Afanasiev, Afanasiev. If yes. she were to walk work with him again, uh, it it would kind of just be like you know the saying, yeah, like, you did. You, you can't go back. Yes, because it will probably not be as good I know. as like yeah, all I want for Christmas is you. I mean, you know, you, you can never really go back to the past and recreate what you wanted. You can only move forward as we learned in Sunday in the park with George mm. and um and as we learned in La La Land. Oh, what, oh what, God, what, what great Christ. <laughs> what, what a great reason to talk about my favorite pieces of art. What horrible um, references. Brilliant references because they're so fitting. Oh, and sick. so um and yeah, I mean you, you just gotta keep keep going. <laughs> you just gotta keep going. You just gotta keep going. It's, it's, it's kind of like Beyonce released um, uh, um, the, the, like the gift. When yes. She released the gift. She released a brilliant album. One of the best albums of the year, if yes. not the best album of last year. And it wasn't, you know, what B-Day did. It yes. wasn't, it, it wasn't even what Lemonade did, you know, it's, but still we're just like, no, but she still did something incredible. Right. So, that's amazing. Exactly. And so, she put out Black is King with it. That's the thing is I love like, that I don't she have just. I don't care. I'm Beyonce. Yes, I love that she doubled down on that album versus being like, oh, I this wasn't really my best work because blah, blah, blah. Because like that's kind of a brandy move. But anyways, <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so that is my feeling on that. I don't think Gaga is trying to be the number one pop hook girl like she was back in the day. And that should be OK. And I mean, honestly, it's impossible. Like these days, especially now that celebrities last a minute. I know. And then disappear. Like people's attention spans are so short. You're right. not going to have the same Mariah Carey longevity, like right. how she dominated the 19, like an entire decade of life. Right. You're like, you're just not going to have that anymore. I'm because trying to think who who debuted in the 2010s. That's I guess when did Ta- Taylor's before that and Gago's before that. Yeah. Who debuted in the 2010s? That's like a huge deal, like female pop wise. I would say if we're looking for that kind of example, like Taylor is the one who like consistently. But she's not 2010s. True. I mean, I guess people but, like Halsey. But I. Yeah, but like she's not. <laughs> she's not but I, I feel like if we were to. I feel like Taylor didn't really become like huge, 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 huge. Like she didn't become Taylor, Taylor Swift. Well, when was Fearless? Like 2000 and. Uh, a, I think I, I, that counts. I, but I think people were still looking at her as like, oh, like she'll disappear soon. But the fact that we are struggling to think of an artist that debuted in the 2010s, a female artist, I'm sure there's like Drake. I know Drake was before that too, but like, uh, who's that guy with the tattoos on his face? Post Malone. Uh, Post Malone. Well, he was yeah. the late 2010s. Wasn't yeah, he? but he's. I mean, he's gets hits on hits. His circles, I think, has been in Billboard top. The twenty for a year, like I feel like it was one of the songs of the summer last summer and one of the songs of the summer this summer. Like his Whoa. success is insane. Wow. I just don't care about it. But yeah, so I feel like it's it's just a rarer and rarer commodity to have this kind of longevity in the industry. So good on Lady Gaga for still being around, still selling records, and still capturing people's attentions. Yeah, and, uh, and for doing something fun, having fun, and justice for Venus. I'm with just, you. And justice, classic justice for Venus. Classic. Honestly. Bruno is correct. Oh, so Matt Steele. Yes. What has been giving you moments this week? I mean, I don't really have one. Oh! <laughs> I mean, it's it's Big Brother 4, but like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I don't want to bore you guys with some more Big Brother news. Yeah. Because it's, you know, especially, it's, it was in 2003. <laughs> like, decade old Big Brother news. And it will just be me like lamenting how far the show has sunk. So it's not even getting better? No, it's just bad. Oh, this season? Yeah. Oh, it's just getting worse. Wow. It's just. 
It's so wow, so wow. bad and frustrating. I'm telling you, it's like Vanderpump Rules that had a good time, and sometimes you gotta hang it up. I think I'm hoping there will be an overhaul and a re sort of thinking of a, a lot of how they do stuff. I hope that for there you. is a time to do it. It is after now, this season yeah. where they they change even if they change like something slight like I don't even know what it could possibly be mm. um, but something that will not have it continue to be like this where one giant alliance of hot white people mm. just dominates the entire thing. Like, and how just is that picks, fun? Like it's not fun in the slightest. It's terrible and it's annoying. Oh, well, <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> do? Uh, well, this week is a short one for me as well, but. I mentioned this in the Mariah Carey out there on my own reaction video, but Sam Smith's Diamonds, I can't stop listening to it. I think next to Dancing with a Stranger and uh, what was the second single called? Um, Fucking. uh, How Do You Sleep? Yes, How Do You Sleep? Like this new album. I just have such high hopes for their new album and it's called Love Goes. I couldn't remember what it was Love called. Goes, but there's okay. a song called Love Goes which makes you wonder like did you sample Janet Jackson's That's the Way Love Goes because if you did oh, I just oh. I just am ready for their album so fucking much. It's, should we like review it on 2 I mean maybe we should and like I never thought it'd come the day where I'd be like let's review Sam Smith's album because <laughs> it's like we who needs to listen to 14 ballads in a row but he, you know they're doing something so exciting so new so different they sound beautiful. I love the music video for Diamonds. They're dancing up a storm. They're dancing in the rain. They're dancing in socks in a room inside. It's just in a room. In dancing a room in inside. Room. It's Who's gorgeous. Ever done that? It's gorgeous. And uh, you're right. I wish my giving moments was like from 13 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, everyone needs to it get was, on board uh, with 17 years ago. You're or whatever. To excuse me. Uh, everyone needs to get on board with Sam Smith and their new era because they're doing everything right. I love the pre-release singles and I love that they're not throwing out the singles that didn't do so well. I think they're coming on as bonus tracks um, like the Demi Lovato uh, collaboration, I'm Ready, which isn't great, but no one has you know perfect album. Uh, but I just am so excited. I feel like I've been waiting for this up-tempo dance moment from Sam for a while because you know they got their start with Disclosure and like singing these up-tempo pop records that were so amazing and you know, Sam's a beautiful balladeer. He has a lovely voice, but uh, they have a lovely voice. Excuse me. Uh, but canceled. You know, they, oh, I've tried so hard, but they. Uh, I just feel like there's so much joy, even in like the heartbreak of their music now, and it just feels so authentic and genuinely them. And I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I don't can't remember the last time I was more, more excited about uh, a non females <laughs> record someone who did not identify as female <laughs> and their record i can't okay. remember the last time so justice for sam all right i'm ready i'm ready too. i'm ready to I'm when ready. does it come out uh i think october maybe end of october like a halloween album oh halloween like, Love a, halloween like a creepy album. scary boo. I, I really am still nervous about what i'm gonna do the week of that last week of september and the first week of october with the memoir and the rarities and uh Jackson's podcast comes out that week, the Audible podcast. Oh, damn. You're going to be promoting gonna be a busy. lot. It's going to be promoting a lot. And you're going to be like, like, sorry, Jackson, boyfriend I, who I, I love. I can't listen I can't to hang your thing. I'm listening to, to. I have to read. I have to read. <laughs> I have to dive I, into literature, American the literature. the first time I will have ever said that. <laughs> I can't do something because I have because to read. I have to read, okay? <laughs> <laughs> like, I imagine you... Uh, uh, like when you're older and you have a child and you're just like magic read your book and she's like but I read it already and you're like then read it again and she like picks up the meaning of Mariah Carey. Hey that is the book that's the book we will all be reading in the Palmer household so 
Guys, it's been wonderful. It's been a great time. You know, and everyone make sure they donate to Act Blue if you can. Mm-hmm. Go don't uh, donate to Get Mitch or Die Trying because we gotta do something. We gotta what would Ruth Bader Ginsburg want us to do? Like we can't be relying on her. We have to take the action. She would out. want us to take a breath. Yes. And then go and vote. Yes. Or and to not give up. And vote. No matter how horrible it seems, which it did seem horrible. It's, <laughs> we've it's got, seemed horrible. It for seemed quite horrible. A while, guys. But we've got to keep the faith and keep fighting for what is right, and we can do it together. Because great things can happen. Yes. Like Shit's Creek can sweep. Yes. <laughs> like Exactly. Yeah. And Sam Smith can make us dance. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. <sighs> guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week with more Two Gay Mats podcast. Bye guys. Bye. 